based in West Hollywood, this is Level Up. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Level Up Show. My name is Nicola. And I'm Candice. And this is the podcast that focuses on optimizing business and personal. We have an amazing episode in store for you today. And I actually want to call it when the shit hits the fan. <laughs> and I feel like shit has been hitting the fan a lot lately. And I've been having like conversations with people in my community, my my circle with my followers. And I feel like it's, it's a lot of people are experiencing like um, shit hitting the fan and shit hitting the fan can be <laughs> like, <laughs> can be um, categorized in many, many ways. So that's like anything from like feeling overwhelmed, like having like thinking your life is repetitive, like uh, having anxiety. And it's just like, I feel like sometimes like you just feel like there is like so much like stagnation when it comes to energy. And I always tell people like, if you feel like nothing is moving, you have to find a way creatively to shift the energy, kind of like shuffle. And I love the quote from Wayne Dyer. He said, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And that would be like, that's like my beginning of like any any advice to anyone and especially like I've been having this conversation a lot with people lately and it's like we just have to like shift our perspective and just like look at the things from a different angle and I know it's really hard because now it's been like um I keep forgetting the name of the movie (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Groundhog Day (laughs) yeah no, I, it's just like, I feel like a lot of people feel like every day is the same. So I think like you just have to find like a way to creatively shift the energy. And also like, um, this reminds me of this beautiful saying from Tony Robbins. He said, well, motion creates emotion. So I feel like if you feeling some type of way, like maybe add like some exercise, go for a walk or like even dance, you know, it's like yeah. just have your go-to that's why i love people doing tiktoks because it's so fun like you dance like it totally shifts your energy how is your tiktok career going by the way Uh, it's still private no one will ever know (laughs) but um (laughs) no i love the paradox way of shifting your thoughts and i feel like that works not only in your personal life but also in business or just any problem you're dealing with. And I feel like with so much uncertainty right now, I think we all thought by now we would be um, back to, you know, somewhat more of a normal life. And it's looking like it's going to be a lot longer. So I think this is great advice of what we can do to build some motivation because I, I also have talked to many people in my life and everyone seems to be experiencing the same anxiety, the same feeling of just, struggling and, and you know some industries aren't even back yet so with work and you know financial struggles like there's some something that everyone needs to do um right now is put themselves first and they need to you know the whole put your oxygen mask on before you can do it yes. for someone else and i feel like what you have to do whatever makes you happy and for me i like to you know buy something you, you purchase something, a little retail therapy, even like for me, I just recently bought some new nail colors and like that brightens your day when it shows up in a couple of days and just get excited about something. I love to 
book a trip, like go somewhere locally that where we can social distance and like have fun and just get your mind off like regular things or just something to look forward to and, or learn a new hobby. And that's like one of my TikToks or, and it doesn't have to be like learning sign language. It could just be for me, like I've really perfected Dutch braids. (laughs) And so it's just, you feel so accomplished when you do something to switch up your, your day, your momentum, and you look at your problems differently. It gives you a new energy and a new light. Absolutely. And, you know, I love the, the online shopping thing because now it takes so long for you to get your package. So by the time you get your package, you virtually forgot <laughs> that you ordered that. So it's almost like a present. <laughs> it is. And That's I know, like Mac like, makeup. They let you send like, is this a gift? Because you could send like a little card to someone from someone. And I always put two candas from the queen of the world, like you deserve it. Like I always put something like so funny (laughs) and it's like a joke only I get to know about, (laughs) but I still find it so fun. No, I love that. And it's almost like, like a, um, a practicing self love and like, you know what, like maybe next time write like an affirmation, maybe next time, like write like a really cool, like affirmation to yourself. So when you get your package, you get this, cool affirmation and maybe it'll come exactly when you need it I love that and then also like that kind of just gave me like an idea like that would be cute like we were talking about how this is you know the pandemic has really made us go backwards and focus on the little things in life and this would be nice to like something I've done in the pandemic but go back to um, is getting like little greeting cards or little postcards or something and write handwriting letters to your friends Write them the information. I know. I actually got like a very, very cute uh, note from you. And it was so (laughs) nice. And it was so unexpected. And I loved that. You know, this reminds me like last year for Yom Kippur at at, at my temple, we were writing this um, letters to ourselves. And I got my letter like maybe like six months later. And it was so nice to like, because I was obviously like dwelling in joy. And I was in such a like good spot at a time so it's like when I've read um my letter that was like that I virtually wrote to myself yeah I felt that energy and I like felt so connected with myself and like I just had this like crazy energy of like new beginnings and like everything and what I wrote was like it was so funny it was exactly what I needed and it was just like kind of like reminding myself to remember who I am and like some of my values and some of my um some of my morals and that kind of like reminds me that like I feel like a lot of times like now it's like we'll go and we'll talk to people and and we'll we'll get like a little boost of motivation so for me it's like I just want to like tell people like we have to find a way to manage our motivation and actually like sustain it so it's like so we remain motivated throughout the day because I feel like a lot of times like you and I will be on a call and like I will be so motivated and I would be um like crazy crazy happy and then like two two hours later like all of my motivation and everything like disappears so I think like we have to find a way to like sustain motivation and affirmations were like I recently went back to the affirmation and um I I started like 
writing myself notes and stuff. So it, it was just like completely, completely like I'm experiencing motivations now at the whole new level, you know? So it's like, that's one of the things that like, I really recommend to people if they can like, um, go back to like, maybe like some old letters or like if they ever were journaling, like go back and read that. Like it, it's so good to like, kind of get reminded like who you are and who you were before pandemic. I love that. Like, I know you're big on affirmations and I feel like that does even help me. And I can also relate with the motivation. Once we have a call for like any type of business, you're so motivated during that time. It's such a different energy, but you're right. A couple hours later, you're so overwhelmed. And I feel like for me, I have to just map it out, prioritize my tasks and just take small steps. They say taking just one small step forward is still moving forward. So just don't get overwhelmed because I feel like that's what's happening right now. People are so uncertain with what's ha- what's going on or the, what the future holds that they're just like giving up. You know, you just get yeah. overwhelmed. So it's like just map out your own happiness and what that means to you and start small. Exactly. And also like be certain of the outcome. There's this beautiful line that Marianne Williamson quotes a lot and Gabby Bernstein too from Course of Miracles. And it says, the one that's certain of the outcome can afford to wait and wait with no anxiety. So I think like now we just have to like, kind of like dwell in, in certainty a little bit and just be certain that everything will end well, that like you're going to do just fine. And for me, it's like, it's just like a great spot to be. And it's just amazing to like get connected with it and like find that certainty within yourself and just be like, like on the path of like being like, dude, like I know what I'm doing. Everything is going to be fine. And that's like, for me, you are that person. Cause sometimes when I have those doubts, like I talk to you and you're one of the few people I'm actually really like transparent. And I, how many times I'm like, I'm having a horrible day. And it's like, and you kind of give me that certainty. So I always tell people, if you can't like get certainty from within, talk to somebody, you know, it's like read a book or like, it, 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 it's just like, there's a way, like we all have to like be connected and like help each other. So it's have like- so a, true. So true because person. it reminds, yeah. oh yeah. It reminds me of like, you know, when a friend is telling you about like the most annoying boyfriend ever, and you're just like listening to the story and it's like a broken record and you can so clearly see what's wrong, but they can't because they're in it. That's yeah. how I feel like we are for each other. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm losing my mind today. This is like what's happening. Da, da, da. And you're just like, no, it's going to be okay. Like, y- this is going to be solved. Like, this is why. And you could so clearly see as my friend in the outside party, but yeah, internally we're struggling. So, I, And you know I, what I, I love? Like the reconnecting is important. Yeah, I love like when I have like a crisis and I talk to you, and I'm like freaking out. And you were like, why are you freaking out? Like everything is going to be okay. Like, just don't worry. And then that situation gets resolved. And you're like, you see, I told you. <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of like, it's great for like the next time. So it's like, now I really like, I'm like, okay, okay. If Candace says it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay. But it's so like, sometimes sweet. like, 
of course. But I feel like sometimes you just need somebody to like repeat it to yourself, like somebody you obviously trust. So like that would be like one of my tips for people. Like, you know, it's like stick with your like person, whoever, like whoever you can call that, you know, that like always gives you that boost of certainty, like talk to them more, you know? So it's like, just try to like, like try to like keep up, like, keep it going and like pay yeah. it forward too i love what like um on the last episode um dr d said he was like his advice for mind body and soul was like invest like in somebody who's going to be more successful than you and i've been thinking about it so much like since we recorded the episode and i'm just like trying to do the same thing i'm trying to like it's almost like when you feel helpless, help someone. So I've been like reaching out to friends and being like, what are you doing? Like, do you need any help? Like, do you want me to recommend a book or something? So it's like, I feel like there's so much we can do and even help other people. And then kind of like, we're going to be helping ourselves. It's so true. And that speaks so many volumes in many different ways. Like it helps you, it helps them. It, It creates positive energy and it goes so far, especially at a time like now. Yeah. And, you know, we, whoever listened to any episode of the Level Up show, they know that we're so big on gratitude. And I kind of wanted to invite our listeners to take gratitude one step, like, further and actually count your blessings. And I always tell people, like, gratitude can sometimes be even superficial. You can say, like, oh, I'm so grateful for, like, makeup I just bought like I'm so grateful for my new shoes I'm so grateful for my house and and we tend to sometimes focus on the external but when we say like we count our blessings it's like dude like I I got to like um have this meaningful conversation with this person like I'm well you know it's like I have food like something like it's just like it's so deep and anytime I like I sit down and really like think about the true blessings this is not like that vapid like hashtag hashtag blessed but like (laughs) truly about like your blessings i feel so connected and so fulfilled and even like if i'm having like the craziest day and like if i'm not doing well and not being very like um like positive like it just shifts everything so for me it's like i just kind of want to invite everyone to count their blessings I feel like that is so important and it's so easy to complain about your problems, but especially in a pandemic, it could be worse like that. It's so important to count like what you do have and focusing on the positive and the positive energy for me, like something I also like to do. This is a tip I just thought of. Um, I like to write positive reviews or sometimes write into corporate um, about how good someone at the local coffee shop is doing. Like they're so polite, they're so kind. And that goes so far. So many people are so quick to complain and writing something like that is just so nice. It gives them a boost. It gives you a boost. Like everyone gets a good experience. And I just feel like something like that is nice to do. Oh my God. I love that. That's literally the sweetest thing anyone, like I heard anyone ever (laughs) do, because I feel like we just like complain and like, not we, like we're conditioned (laughs) to complain and people are always like, Oh, I'm going to write a bad Yelp review and I'm going to do like whatever. So it's like, for me, it's like, I think that's so sweet. And actually I'm going to do that. Like, I'm going to like, I'm going to like do something on my own. One of my, um, one of my friends, 
was doing the same thing. She was just like kind of ranting on Instagram about like her favorite like small business products. And I thought it was so good. And it was not a paid ad. So I was like, this is so nice. Like you, you out of like true like joy and love for a product or like you really enjoy the services like she did like her top 10 coffee shops her top 10 like restaurants like her favorite like a ramen place in in like west hollywood in la and i thought it was so cool and it's just like it was it was not an ad and it was just like literally like supporting everyone so that that's like huge yeah, I feel like it's so important to commemorate like the, the experiences now, especially in the time of a pandemic with everyone. I feel like I keep mentioning it, but it's true. And I feel like a lot of people are just so concerned about it. So, Of course. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about blessings and I feel like there is still a lot of blessings and a lot of people in not a lot, but like I have some close friends that got married since the pandemic started. And I have some friends that are having, like one of my closest friends is having a baby. She's actually due day after my birthday, which is so cute. So it's like, now there's so much blessings and what's so like funny. Now we have to find a way to like, uh, capture those moments. Cause you can't really like, if you're social distancing, you can't really, hire a photographer you can't really like um like hire a chef and stuff so you see like so many people now making their own cakes you see so many people like taking their own photos and that like leads to today's guest yes emily at cozy clicks also known as she is a specialist in photography and then she also does training for photo editing and she's our guest today and she's going to discuss how to capture those moments. So without further ado, here's Emily. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. My name is Emily Supio, um, and I'm really excited to come on and talk photography with you guys today because that is what I'm so passionate about is not just taking pictures and creating photographs, but also teaching other people. So for a long time, so for over a decade, not even going to say how old I am right now, you can maybe kind of figure that out on your own, but way over a decade, I've been taking pictures of other people and I created a portrait photography business. And throughout these years, um, I created a website, an educational website called Cozy Clicks, uh, which helps a lot of new moms and a lot of moms, but I also work with a lot of, you know, people that aren't parents either, and I help them to take better pictures. Um, And then I also help try to teach them how to edit better in Photoshop, kind of more, give their photos more of a magical feel. So that's kind of me in short and sweet. Great. Um, How did you come up with the name Cozy Clicks? Um, Well, I started as an official business when I was pregnant with my third child. I have four kids. When I was pregnant with my third child, um, I decided to, you know, go and become a, a real business, get an LLC and start paying taxes and all that stuff. And my daughter, we were going to name her Cosette. And well, we did name her Cosette. That's her name. Um, and the nickname we had for her and my other two kids when I was, when she was in my belly would call her Cozy because they were both little at the time. They couldn't say Cosette. And so I thought, well, Cozy, that's such a, you know, that's, cute. I like that. And it just nice alliteration with clicks. So oh, that's it cute. just evolved into cozy clicks. Yep. Yeah. That's very p- push like Courtney Kardashian's daughter 
like I guess her nickname is what she named her company after. That's so cute. I didn't um, know that. I'm <laughs> um, trendy and I didn't even know it. <laughs> you, you set the trend for that. Um, so you said that you use Photoshop and you teach courses on that. Do you mm -hmm. um, rely mainly on Photoshop or do you have any like app recommendations like that I could use to just like edit a photo myself or mainly Photoshop? I use almost exclusively Photoshop. So I use Lightroom sometimes. I use Adobe Camera Raw a lot, but my focus is mostly around Photoshop. So I don't do a lot of um, editing on my phone or on apps. I do a lot of work, like I said, almost exclusively on my computer. So that's something I probably, I probably don't have the expertise to really share um, apps that I think are good out there for that, those quick type of edits. But you know what? I actually agree with you because I prefer Photoshop over any app on the market because I think like it just preserves the quality of the photo. And then especially if you're going to use something commercially, it's, it's an imperative to use Photoshop. And I think a lot of times people like um, it's, it's like any other app is almost like a quick fix. But if you really want to give, and I love the word that you use, magical, if you want to really like work on your photos and make them magical, I think like Photoshop is the way to go. Everyone knows I'm a huge fan of presets. So it's like I combine like Photoshop with the presets. So that would be like my go-to. Do you, um, what's your outtake on presets? Well, I, so presets are used a lot of the time in Lightroom or ACR. And then within Photoshop, there are a lot of times in the photography community, they're, they're referred to as actions, which are a little bit more um, like a preset, but a little bit more involved and give you a lot more, um, just a, a lot, an ability to change them up a little bit. I develop presets, I develop actions, so um, I like to use them. I do think that they can help really speed up and get the look you want, but I always tell people that ask me, when you learn how to create the look that you want, when you learn that in Photoshop and you can create these presets and actions, you're going to get the look that you want and you're going to create that magic and you're going to create the photos that you want when you really know how to do it and you don't rely on somebody else's recorded program to preset your image. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. And I want to say like, we were just talking a little bit about this um, before the show. I think it, this is an incredible time to have a business like this because now, like I said, this year, a lot of people graduated. A lot of people are having kids. Some people are even getting married. And it's it, considering that there's pandemic and social distancing, it's really hard to like capture those moments. So you were almost like super prepared for the pandemic. How did, did you, um, did the courses change or it just became more popular? Well, the courses that I teach? Yes. So, okay. So my, my business is kind of like, there's two different pieces to it. So I do the education and the course piece almost entirely online. My service-based side where I'm out with clients, that, um, that was hit hard by this pandemic because people, you know, people are scared. They don't want to be out and all for good reason. So that part of my business really suffered a lot, still is suffering a lot, my service-based piece. However, 
the fact that I can still connect and still help people take better pictures at their house and start to learn how to work their camera and how to work Photoshop. And I can do that all online uh, with the courses that I have. So I've got courses where I teach people how to actually use the, you know, the expensive camera that they, they bought hoping to get good pictures. Um, and then I can help them how to, how to edit them too. So they can still, you know, capture their newborns and their family and, you know, their one-year-old and their five-year-old and their 10-year-old, and they can hit all these milestones and they can start really learning how to do it themselves and, you know, be socially distant and still be able to capture really creative stuff in their own home. Do you have any tips um, for posing <laughs> like your subjects? Like what do you tell them when they're trying to, you know, take the best photo? Like how can you make yourself look better in a photo? Just asking for a friend. So that's, oh, okay. <laughs> Candace so that's is really like actually asking for myself. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're talking women, okay, because that's a broad question when you say posing, because there's so many different types of subject I shoot, you know, if, it, if it's a child or maternity or family. So posing in general is like a, just a big game all on its own. But if we're talking just about like a woman, um, what I always <laughs> tell, and what I always tell people most of the time are to always try to bend something because a lot of times when people get in front of the camera, they, they get very nervous um, and very still and very stiff. And it's like their elbows kind of tense up and their hands tense up and their knees tense up and they just kind of look like a stick. And that's not really flattering. So I always tell people beforehand, try to bend something and maybe that's an elbow or you stick a hand in a pocket or your uh, legs are crossed or your knee is bent or something is kind of bent because that's going to give you a little more shape and make you look more relaxed in the picture. Um, I also tell people to make sure that they are standing straight, like make sure, like, like, Picture um, if you had like a string, like if you were a puppet and someone was pulling that on your up, up through your head. Does that make sense? Like you were, someone was a puppeteer yeah. and your, you know, your spine suddenly gets long and your shoulders go back and you almost do that to a point where it feels kind of funny, but our shoulders tend to slouch. When we become a little more relaxed, our shoulders move forward and it doesn't look super flattering in photos. So if you could remember just those two things alone, just make sure something on you is bent and make sure that you are standing nice and tall, nice, you know, your spine is nice and straight and your shoulders are back. That's gonna, those two things alone are really gonna help you out. That'll definitely help me. I feel like I am always so stiff. I'm like Talladega Nights, like Will Ferrell, like, what do I do with my hands? And Nicola's <laughs> just like this like gazelle posing because he's a model and he's just like always perfection. And I'm just like the, the like Quasimodo in the corner. Like, <laughs> oh my God, stop. <laughs> but no, honestly, I feel like that's what's so beautiful about photography. And um, I think like it's such a bonding experience. I know me and Candace personally went to like few influencer trips and we were taking photos of each other and if people don't know if you ever came across my Instagram like a large number of my photos especially like pre-quarantine were taken by uh, Candace Morgan so I think like it's such a beautiful like it's almost bonding experience and I love when we travel we always do like shoots and we always come up with like different concepts around them so it's like I think like photography
photography is just so beautiful and I find it so bonding, especially when you do it with friends. I can only imagine how it is like when you're doing it with your child or like your husband. And that's what I really loved about you is that you now offer this service when you actually like coach people on how to like take those beautiful photos and like capture those memories. And you know what? I love what you were saying about it being a a bonding experience. And I think a lot of times it can be. However, I want to throw in a little disclaimer, especially if you just had a kid or your child is like a maybe a toddler or getting a little older. Um, It is a bonding experience, but kids in general um, start to not really like having their picture taken after a while. So um, if you, this and this is a tip for any of those new parents out there, um, you don't want to push it with your kids. When they don't want the camera in front of their face anymore, give them a break or you're going to set yourself up for like what's called um, like photographer kid syndrome, which when they just don't want to have their picture taken anymore. And that's Perfect. kind of a, yeah. That's I'm going to use the same <laughs> tips for Candace, by the yeah. way. <laughs> well, do you have some quick like go-to editing tips that you could share for our listeners? Um, maybe like the top three thing, things they might not think of. Oh, in terms of editing, I'm actually going to rewind that back a little bit because before you can bring a picture into Photoshop or start to edit it, you have to keep in mind that the actual picture has to be it has to be right in camera, whatever camera, even if it's an iPhone or a phone photo, or, you know, if you have a DSLR or even, you know, a more expensive camera, you've got to get things right in camera. You can't fix things by editing. So there's no tip to fix a bad picture or a blurry picture. So right off the bat, you have to make sure that you understand exposure and light and focus. Okay, so those things are going to really help with any editing that you do later on. So don't ever go into photography with the mindset of, okay, I want to edit really great pictures, or I want to just throw some presets or actions on on pictures, and it's all going to look great, and my Instagram's going to look all cohesive. If you don't have a photographer, or you don't have a way to capture pictures that are in focus, and the exposure is correct, and the light looks good, Um, you're going to fail right off the bat, really. Um, But once you understand that and your pictures look good in camera, when you bring them into Photoshop or any editing app, my recommendation is to not overdo things. And I think a lot of people tend to, you know, put on a preset and put it on to 100% or want to, you know, make their skin look like they're, you know, two years old. It's so soft and wonderful again. And just don't overdo things. Keep things as natural as you can. And um, I think that's really going to help when you go to, you know, just start that basic editing with your pictures. I'm like natural. What is that? (laughs) We're we're in West Hollywood. What's natural? No, actually, you know, we were just talking about this in the last episode and I always say this. So I pardon if I'm being repetitive. Candace is like a great example and great role model because she does not like over do her photos she doesn't over photoshop they're very like what do i always say like you are um apologetically unedited or lazy no you're not (laughs) lazy but like you're very nice 
Yeah, I love that. So, Emily, we always ask everyone, what would be your mind, soul, and body tip for our listeners? Oh, that's a good question. And now I have to totally flip around. Um, so, let's see, mind, soul, and body. Um, my tip would be to... I guess to focus on that and remember that and realize that all those things are so important. And I know like, and I was just, before we started recording with you guys, I was telling you that I was just getting a workout in. So I was glad we weren't on video, but I make sure, I make sure that I exercise you know, every day I make sure that my kids get some kind of exercise in every day because I think that's super important. And people ask me a lot of times like, oh, how do you, you know, how do you find the time to do that? And it's not that I, you know, it's not that I'm finding a time. It's just part of my lifestyle, part of the way that, um, you know, I work in life because if I wasn't working out and if I wasn't taking care of my body, my mind wouldn't be there to, you know, help all these people and coach all of my students that are out there. And so it just helps me, you know, by working out, it helps me and it helps my brain um, just be on point. So I guess make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Um, make sure that you are, you know, that there is some self-care there and that you're, you're exercising. And we do a lot of meditating in my house too. Um, I teach my kids that uh, as well, especially during this pandemic, just trying to help them and myself uh, have a clear mind. We try to do that a little bit every day. Um, where, so, where do you get your meditation? We do. So I really like, so personally for me, I really like, um, there's a YouTuber called Jason, I think it's Jason Stevenson, who's really good. I really like him a lot. But for my kids, I try to get ones that are more child uh driven, I guess, that are more exciting for them. And it's a new horizon. I'm pretty sure it's new horizon, like guided meditations, and they're more child friendly and my kids get into them and they're only like 15 minutes. Um, so it kind of helps them relax and it also helps, helps my six-year-old fall asleep too. So sometimes it's great in the middle of the day because then he takes a nap and just makes things easier in my world for me then too, when he's sleeping. Um, so those are the two that, those are the two that I really like. Okay, no, everyone great. knows, like, I love the fact that you're involving your kids. And what a great example, especially like, when somebody is growing up to see their mom work out and meditate. And I think like a lot of times we seek answers elsewhere, and we should actually be seeking them at a meditation pillow. So I love that. Exactly. I feel the same way. Well, well, to end, um, what's next for Cozy Clicks? Oh, um, I'm just going to, you know, I just continue to um, build my, you know, my editing membership. And every month we are actually including guest instructors and guest editors in there. So we're growing where it's not just me anymore that's kind of running the business, but we're, we're including a lot more um, people and coaches and teachers that can help other people too. So I'd like to continue to see it, you know, grow in that direction. Um, and I'd like to, you know, just keep, keep helping people learn to, you know, shoot and edit better pictures. Oh, well, that's amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for having me. Thank you, Emily. Thank you for listening to the Level Up Show. Please subscribe and review. We're on Spotify and iTunes. And also follow us on Instagram at the Level Up Show.